Kia and welcome to this special edition of Playmakers previewing the ANZ Premiership competition that will be taking off this weekend and joining me to dive into all the kōrero poi tarawhiti, our netball chat is former Northern Stars Vice-Captain Storm Purvis. Thank you for having me Rav. This, this is exciting. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell we're excited? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, to, to kick it off Storm, the one thing I'm really excited about this season is that well, A, it's the ANZ Premiership, um, but B, that there's a lot of things for a lot of players to play for with, you know, big competitions on the horizon. In, in general, what are you expecting from the competition this year? Oh, I'm just excited to actually have a full competition touch wood. Obviously, we were in this position last year, but I feel like last year we were just a bit cheated of a, of a proper netball season. We had the 12-minute quarters, teams weren't travelling, um, perhaps things and results weren't taken as seriously given the circumstances, and it was just kind of over before we knew it. We lost the last three rounds of games, we got to see the final, it wasn't much of a final. Um, it just felt like we didn't really have a competition last year and yeah. so this year I'm just super excited for that ANZ Premiership to continue, bu continue building that momentum. Um, I think we can both agree that the competition has actually sort of exceeded expectations in terms of um, I guess um, not value, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Level? Yeah, level. Yeah. There is a word. It's yeah. escaped me. Need another <laughs> coffee. But just the, the level of competition has actually been yeah. great. And you're right, Com Games next year, there are players out there that can see spots up for grabs. Um, you know, what a play, certain player is going to do in terms of retirement, we're not sure yet. Um, yeah, definitely lots to look out for. Okay, so we'll, we're going to go through our six teams. We'll start at the top of Te Ikao Maui, top of the North Island, and we will start off with the Northern Mystics. Now, they have... A few recruits in their team this year, including some of your former teammates in Kate Burley and Fa'amu Yawane and a new assistant coach. What do you make of this squad and its player movement? Well, to be honest, if you look at the lineup, especially in that attacking end, it is actually quite a settled um, attacking end for the Mystics, which we probably haven't seen for a few years. So I'm definitely expecting big things from them and their maturity down that attacking end. I think that's um, probably something that got away from them a bit last year, just when the going got tough um, or things weren't really going their way, just their ability to come out of that probably wasn't there. So really looking forward to seeing a step up in the likes of Grayson Wiki um, in that shooting circle. Um, Xavier Tui coming on as an impact, impact player and obviously Bailey Mesbeck. Really excited to see her play a full season in what seems like a really long time. Um, taking Fa'amu and Kate from the Stars, <laughs> thanks. Um, you know, they were two great players who've been at the Stars for a long time. So excited for them to sort of cross the bridge and get maybe like a new lease on life. Um, things can get stale if you've been with the same coach or doing the same things for a while. And I know for Kate in particular, she was really excited about training alongside and playing alongside Sulu. Mm. And now that they've picked up Amoa Bwazi, who's just a you know, huge fountain of knowledge and experience, um, that's only going to be really great for Kate in her development. Yeah. So yeah, Rob Wright coaching from his little laptop screen on the sideline. Um, interested to see what he brings to the side. Yeah, definitely. Um, just maybe a, a sort of, um, Helene is very, she likes to play um, with lots of flair and be really innovative. And I think Rob probably counter that and brings that Aussie style of discipline mm. to the team. I'm interested to see how that kind of works and it hopefully doesn't collide. Yeah. Um, and with the bubble opening, maybe he can actually get across here. Move down the road a little bit out southeast to the Northern Star Storm, obviously your former side. 
Now, Key Wills has this thing about <laughs> resurrecting players, right? Yes. And obviously the first name that jumps off the page for me in terms of player movement is Anna Harrison. And of course she's stepping into to your world of where you were in the Northern Stars as well. What is Anna Harrison going to bring to the Stars this season? Yeah, not an upgrade at all, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <Chris. laughs> Look, I think it's, um, it's really her leadership experience, um, her coaching that she can bring to this really young defensive side. I think when Kiz found out that Kate Burley was jumping ship across to the Mystics, she probably went a bit into panic mode mm. um, and had a look across the country and there's not a lot of defenders out there. That's They're right. always injured. That damn position. It just always <laughs> happens. Um, a lot of them are pregnant or, or mm. recently having children. And I just think Kiz Kitty was probably thinking, who can I bring in that can be a really good role model to our two younger defenders and someone who can also get on court um, when needed, provide impact. We know Anna Harrison gets ball, her arms go on forever and she's guaranteed to get you ball in, um, in the games. And I know having played alongside Ocean, Ocean Mahi, um, She's someone who just wants to soak it all in mm. and she has a million questions at once and sometimes that would get a little bit frustrating. Um, but I know with someone like Scar there, Anna, sorry, should be able to just tell her how it is. Um, and I know that Os will definitely respect and um, learn a lot from Scar. So it'll be yeah. exciting to see. But with the inclusion of, you know, the likes of Amorangi Malisala, mm. Monica Faulkner, teaming up with Jamie Hume and Maya Wilson, I kind of got the feel that Kitty really wants to solidify that goal attack position that hasn't really found a home in seasons gone by. What are your thoughts? Yes, absolutely. I think when the team list came out, a few people questioned the balance mm. of the squad just because there were four really solid um, goal shoot, goal attack options with squads of 10 now. That's not really something you see so often. Mm. Um, but in Kitty's defence, um, bringing back Monica, Monica's coming back from a really horrific knee injury. Um, she hasn't played solid netball for quite a while and I think she was just a little bit concerned that if there were setbacks with her injuries or it took her a while to get her confidence up, um, that she had another shooting option. If So, you know, Jamie's not working, bring on Monica, oh, you know, she's not yeah. confident. What do we do then? Yeah. Um, which has been sort of an issue in the past and I guess with injuries, you know, all the time happening, I think has just really wanted option A, B, C and D there, and, and she's yeah. got that. Um, Amorangi can also play goal shoot, so she's a really solid target in the back there and provides something a little bit different than Maya, so something that the Stars haven't had in the past either. It's yeah. just a backup for Maya, and that might help take a bit of pressure off Maya's as well. Um, picking up the captaincy this year, expecting a big year from her, but just nice to know that there is that cushion, I guess, in the back there. Yeah. And obviously Gina Crampton coming in, which I'm oh, sure was going to be wow. the next point. Definitely was the next point. I mean, Gina Crampton, in my opinion, for the Stars was probably the pickup of any team this season. Um, and when you talk about, you know, that new rotating, you know, those options in goal shoot to have an experienced um, mid-quarter like Gina Crampton, who probably can adapt to anything, would be the perfect person to be feeding these shooters, right? She's just your textbook wing attack. Mm -hmm. She just plays wing attack pretty much flawlessly. Um, and just that really solid, as you say, experience, doesn't get frazzled, can adapt wing attack that the team needs. And also really excited to see her build her relationship with Maya for um, selfish reasons with the Ferns. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that's a partnership, wing attack, goal, goal shoot partnership that will go on for many years. So really great for New Zealand Netball to have them teaming up together. Moving down State Highway when we look at the Waikato Bay of Plenty Magic. I think of all the teams, I'm most fascinated and intrigued to see what comes out of the Magic because I feel like it's a, it's a bunch of girls 
who you wouldn't probably typically see in the same team, but here they are, with all of them have strengths in their own right. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? Along with the steel, it's probably the team that I'm most, not apprehensive, but most sort of um, fascinated to yeah. see how mm. they go. Yeah, how's this going to work? <laughs> because, I mean, obviously the glaring, obvious um, inclusion there is Caitlin Bassett mm. down one end, but we've also got Timulisi Whakahokotau coming up from um, the tactics and playing with Edna McKay, so two goal keeps. How's that going to work in the yeah. defence end? Being an ex-defender, I'm, I'm super fascinated to see how that'll work out. And obviously Grace Carter coming back down to Magic, um, feeding Caitlin, that could be a lethal combination yes. once they kind of find their connection. Um, but you're right, and with the Magic for the past few years, I've kind of, even playing against them, felt like I don't really understand their brand or what they're about mm. or trying to, like box the magic is quite hard to do mm. so I wonder if this year it'll be interesting to see what um, what what their netball looks like what their culture looks like and yeah. just um, try and sort of reignite them a little bit I don't yeah. know if that's harsh but just thinking about the past couple of years playing them I feel like I can't properly define you know yeah. who they are and what they are I, I know what you mean and I, I, I kind of put some of it down to you know they once you know the leaders kind of stepped away. It was all these young ones that came through, you know, and then, you know, last season they had uh, Whitney Soonis in the team who is an amazing mid-quarter but isn't quite in a position herself to be, you know, the leader of yes. that team. So the international star power of this team, whether current or former international, is very, very impressive on paper. You've got, you mentioned Caitlin Bassett. Mm -hmm. Edna Mikaida has played. Sam Sinclair currently. Um, then you have uh, Timalisi, Grace. Grace, exactly. Mm -hmm. So they have its international experience, leadership power in all areas of the game, but yes. how does it come together? Uh, look, I don't know <laughs> the answer. It was really interesting interviewing some of the girls at the launch last night. I was being a bit mean and I was asking, who's going to win? Who's going to be the wooden spooners? Yeah. And some girls <laughs> said the Magic were going to win and some said the Magic were going to come last. So no go. one knows, really. No one can decide. Um, you know, they're, they're super unknown and it'd be yeah. really exciting to see. Yeah. yeah. I'm interested to see how Amy G. Metcalf, who I think is still quite in her early tenure as a coach, yeah. can pull this together. Not to mention, Casey Corpor is still there as a defensive coach as well. Yes, of course. Yeah. And that will be interesting to see. Who's going to play goal defence out of that <laughs> lot? Georgia <laughs> be very Tong yeah, had an amazing right. debut season at goal yeah. keep last year. That's Probably right. doesn't have the height of the other two. Will mm -hmm. we see her out at goal defence? And you know, who better to have coach you in that position than Casey? Yeah. There are a lot of changes in the pulse this season and let's start with coach Gail Parata taking the reins from uh, Yvette McCausland Jury. Mm -hmm. Now for a lot of our New Zealand viewers and younger players they won't know much about Gail um, as she's been over in Europe for a very long time. From the conversations I have had with her she does strike me as being quite similar to Yvette and mm. being very composed, um, very smart and just you know good at facilitating the players. Um, other than that, I'm sorry, Rev. I really <laughs> maybe you can tell us. I, oh, I really don't know much about. I mean, Gail. I I mean we're not friends or anything, but I mean on paper, you know, she's gone through those same qualification avenues as Nolene, mm -hmm. and kind of ventured out over to Scotland mm -hmm. um, to to coach their international side, following that similar pathway. What I thought of 
um, of Nolene and when I did interview her at the World Cup in 2019 she did say that you know she always wanted to come back home. Welcome home, it is going to be very very interesting to see how she structures this pole side. I know all the players were very excited about yes. having it and when yeah. sort of the talks about Yvette's leaving, who's going to be the new coach, mm. it was, well it's going to be Gail, yeah. everyone knew that yeah, was the was natural be progression, mm. so um, the players obviously respect her. Do you think she has big boots to fill? Yes I do, um, but I also think, uh, like I love Yvette, I think she's a great coach, but she has been blessed with a very stable, stacked team for yeah. years now, and I'm not saying that the Pulse's success had nothing to do with Yvette, of course it did, but it's a combination of, of a whole lot of things and not necessarily just the coaching. Um, so I feel for Gail and the way that she's lost, um, lost a couple of players this season, so yes, big boots to fill, high expectations, um, lost Karenberger, Katrina Rore, but last, uh, yesterday at the launch she talked about the team aren't trying to see this as a three-peat yet, they just want to take the pressure away completely and focus on their netball and what they're going to look like as 2021 Central Pulse, mm. um, which is really interesting to hear, so you know people asking, oh you know you're going for the third win in a row, rah rah rah, and she's like nope, we don't talk about it. You mentioned Katrina Rore, Karenberger coming out of that defensive end, what are your thoughts uh, on their defensive end right now. So it's similar to the Magic, I guess, in mm. that we have two goal keeps yeah. anchoring that end. Kelly Jury, been a goalkeeper as long as I can remember. And Kalera, I can't remember Kalera's last name, Fijian. Kalera um, Nawai. Nawai? Yeah. So I really don't know anything about her mm. other than that she's been playing down in Christchurch. Um, has a, a quite typical um, Fiji style of play in that goalkeep position. Mm. And so if anything, I think we'll be seeing Kelly Jury out at goal defence, which could be really good for her. Uh, another one who's sort of trying to, after a horrific shoulder injury, trying to get her momentum back, get back into the ferns, lift her fitness. Yeah. Um, no better way to do that than playing goal defence week in and week out. Yes. <laughs> that is tough on the lungs. <laughs> so, and she did step in there during all time. Yes, and she did. And didn't look too bad. Absolutely. And yeah. if you can structure your defence, if she, you know, if they try to play more of a pulley style where, you know, you literally play on a pulley, mm -hmm then you're both playing goalkeeper, you're both playing goal mm. defence really, she'll just need to pick up her attacking yeah. skills I guess, but yeah. um, it'll be interesting to see how they structure that to work to both of their favours. The one thing that I've admired about the Pulse and the Manawatu region is the players that they bring through. Mm. Is, I mean the likes of you know how they brought Maddie Gordon and uh, how they transitioned her and it's just the, the the pathway seems really strong at the polls. Absolutely, yeah. and I think that has a lot to do. They've just got a huge um, plethora of coaches down there. They've yeah. got Irene floating around in the shooting circle, Waimarama Tomonu still doing work with the defence in that um, Netball Central zone. Mm. And so it, it obviously attracts young players down there to right. know that they're going to get the best coaching in the country at a younger level, yeah. um, and they stick around if, if you know they get the opportunities. Mm. So you're right, they're doing a great job down yeah. there. Let's head down to Te Waipone. I mean, now down to the South Island with the tactics. Now, they've made the least changes of the whole competition, sticking to their uh, spine of uh, last year, the only new inclusion being Karimburga. Not bad inclusion, is it? Uh, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> On paper, I think you'd have to say that they have the strongest seven, mm. really, if you look at it. Um, and I know <clears throat> the tactics, while they were gutted to lose Tim, 
um, Marianne Coach was quite excited to have Jane back at goalkeeper and try mm. and recruit a goal defence. Yep. I think as captain and as leader, they like having Jano out the back there. Her voice just echoes down the oh, court. Yes. <laughs> she's got time to lead her troops and um, you know just settle into that goalkeeper position that she's very familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, again, selfish New Zealand reasons, having Kardenberger in at goal defence, yes. that's another combination that we might see really develop mm-hmm. um, and, and yeah, really benefit the Ferns down the line. Yeah. So on paper, Definitely the strongest seven. Just like a team that I really wanted to shake. Like last year, I thought, yeah. you guys have it. You yeah. just need to, you know, just oomph up a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah. and hopefully they get to do that this year. How important is it in, you know, in netball? Like we've seen all, all the other five teams have so many changes mm. and they stick to their structure. What advantage does that give a team? I guess... Um, there's two sides to it. Sticking to structures is important, but if you're recruiting new players, then you also need to think about what they bring mm. and um, you know where where they're going to make a difference and if you need to adapt and adjust how you can do that to bring out the best in your players. Um, while I think it's important teams have a brand and an, and, and, a, and an identity. So excited, I was <laughs> talking so fast. Um, I think you also just need to be able to adapt that quite a lot. So... It's great for coaches being able to come in and say, this is what we do if they seem to pass. It works for us. You learn it, you know, it, it works. But at the same time, um, being able to adapt and, and make those changes to try and get the best out of your players is also really important. Yeah. Mm. And when we think about the tactics and the road that they have had, even, you know, in the, comp- in the Trans-Tasman competition before the ANZ Premiership, to see where they are now, how have you seen this evolution of, um, you know, mainland netball? Oh, absolutely. I think it's great for players like, like Jane, who's kind of been there through, you know, a, a lot of the rough times. She went away to the steel, came back and, and helped that revival. Um, they have been through a lot, absolutely. And I think that's part of their strength is the fact that they can kind of draw on that and, and play for each other um, and play for their crowd when they get, when Horncastle or Christchurch Arena, as it's called now, is, is filled you can't beat the tactics in a filled Christchurch arena. They just really thrive off that. And it, it's great to see. Um, but at the same time, they do have such a settled lineup now. Marianne's been around for a long time in, in that um, space. It'd just be great to see them step up that little bit yeah. and try and own the, yep, we've got the strongest seven lineup. This is us. We're the team to beat this year and just play like that. Yeah. I think um, last season they just. I don't know, when things weren't going their way or if you could get a little ride on them, then you knew you had them. They would mm. just kind of disappear. Um, and there's players like the Kimi Poi who will fight to the last second, your yeah. Jane Watsons. We just need all seven on court to be like that. Yeah, that's so true. The Southern Steel. Mm. Now, this is the other team where I'm just like, it's a mixed bag for me, not quite sure what to expect um, coming out of the Southern Steel, especially with, you know, a few pickups this year and, um, you know, injuries yes. ravaging them as well. Absolutely. I'm super excited to see George Fisher out on court, yes. the English goal shoot. Um, I spoke to Shannon Saunders yesterday at the launch and she just said she's come in, she's so cool, she just fits <laughs> in, she wants to give everything a go and that her and Tiana are getting along really well. So Tiana's um, obviously moved down from the pulse, wanting some court time in that goal attack position and super excited to see that combination and excited to see Tiana grow, a player that we've sort of seen bits of over the years and it's been a bit of an up and down journey but she's still so young so I'm really excited for her to have a solid season away from home sort of stepping outside of her comfort zone 
trying something new and playing with George. I mean, down that defensive end, obviously, um, Tehungi Areo's been there, you know, she's a Southern store, been there forever. Yeah. Um, so playing with Tanisha Fafita, who's a goalkeeper yeah. who I really like as yes. well, someone who might need to just tidy up a little bit, mm -hmm. probably still being young and just learning what you can and can't go for and mm. how to control. She reminds me a little of when Timolisi first started. Absolutely, you know? totally. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. sees the ball, yes. um, just need, now needs to learn how to sort of um, attack it properly. Yes. And this will be her third solid season mm. in the steel. So really excited to see um, how she goes this year. Question about Gina Crampton coming away from the middle. How much does that impact the Southern Steel? Hugely. It does. Um, they are lucky to still have Shannon Saunders in there and Shannon we've seen her um, play quite a bit of wing attack. Mm. She started off as a wing attack but had to move to centre when Gina sort of came along and they built that great relationship. Right. But at the World Cup a couple of years ago Shannon came on in that sort of impact position at wing attack and reminded us all that she's <laughs> actually yeah. pretty handy in there too. Mm -hmm. And um, from my understanding Kate Heffernan who's had a couple of great seasons in that wing defence position is playing more at centre and actually doing mm, really well. Yes. So it's, it's exciting for the steel and growing these new combinations and having this new look attacking end. Round one, Sunday the 18th of April, we have the Pulse v the Stars in Palmerston North. This is going to be a good game. 2019 Grand Final Ooh. rematch. <laughs> oh, it still hurts. Um, it will be a good game. It will, I think. I'm really excited to see the Stars on court, see them in a, in a proper game situation. The Pulse, another team like we talked about under Gale. Um, yeah, some new players. Whitney coming back. I'm sure she'd love to have a great first match back in Pulse colours. Yeah, I, I'm picking the Stars to win that one. Um, but at the same time, there's just so much unknown in the game, really. Yeah. The one thing I think I'll, I always watch out for with the Pulse in any game is they always seem to do the simple things right. Yes. And a lot of the time, that's what gets them over the line. And I think with the Stars, a lot of the time, it's a confidence thing. You know, really believing that they can. Yes. So I'm looking at those two mindsets. That's very true, yeah. And with the Stars, they are, they are quite a new team. So I wonder, I mean, we've talked about in the past, having been in the team, having that little sister tagline, the new team, the new kids on the block, that's kind of gone for them now. And people are talking them up. People are saying they're a team to look out for. And the Stars, as a franchise and as a sort of family, have never really had to deal with that pressure. Mm. So it will be interesting to see what their confidence is like out there. Yeah. And for the Pulse, you're right, they just never made mistakes. Yeah. Amelia Ann and Aaliyah just have such a great um, combination and it was impossible to get ball off them. <laughs> so if anyone can do it, Anna Harrison can. Yep. So let's see how they both handle that. Anna, we're looking at you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Game two, same day, down in Invercargill, Steel v Tactics. Now this is the first time in the ANZ Premiership that the Steel get a game at ILT Stadium. Really? For round one. Oh, cool. Well, the Southerners will love that. Look out there for the go. twinsel wigs and all. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, the tactics beware because yeah. the, the Steel fan base will be excited about that. And uh, everyone speaks about how hard the Steel are to beat in Stadium Southland. Yes. Um, it's, it's just a fortress down there. And the Steel will probably want to prove something. I think they'll know that they are being talked about as a team that, um, like we've talked about, being in a rebuilding phase. Mm. Uh, they'll they'll want to prove that they are here to play, and um, you know the likes of Tiana in new colours will want to have a blinder. Yeah. Uh, George Fisher, I'm sure, will have a great game, and I'm 99% sure Tapia Selby Rickett won't be there for the tactics. Right. So there is an area to attack mm. for the Steel down that attacking end if they um, wanted to exploit that. Yeah. And looking at our final game of the round, Monday the 19th of April, Trust Arena Mystics v Magic.
I this is the game for me to watch. Yes, I agree. I agree. If we can see the Mystics really click, it might give us a glimpse at just how amazing they could be this season mm -hmm. and how much of a threat they could be. And then Caitlin Bassett down the other end, we finally get to <laughs> see her in magic colours playing on a New Zealand court in this competition. Um, I'm hoping it's an exciting game and it's not just a lob fest from one goal shoot to the other. I'd be interested to see. Um, actually, on that, I know the Mystics have um, implemented really strict fitness standards this year following really? Knowles' footsteps in oh, the... Yeah. Um, you know, the benchmark yo-yo testing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure that all players in the Mystics have quite met that target. And right. so under, under that rule, um, they're not allowed to start. So it'll really be interesting to see who starts and whether there's anything to read into there. Right. Um, I'm not privy to who the players are. <laughs> but I do know that, right. that, that there's still some fitness um, standards to be met. Okay. And teams across the country. Yeah. But I know that the Mystics are a team that's really trying to implement that having fitness being an issue for them in the past. Yeah. Um, so that keep an eye out for that one. Yeah, mm. it's quite the incentive oh, to absolutely. get your A into G with fitness, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You want to be on court. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, also in that match, I'm excited to see Sulu up against Caitlin Bassett, should that come to fruition. Yes, Sulu will be super excited about that matchup, I'm sure. Um, and we know Caitlin is probably a shooter. I mean, she's had to deal with lots of physical players in the past, but maybe someone that you can probably get into the head a little bit if you can mm. rough her up a bit. And Sulu will be up for that challenge. So definitely watch out for that one. Thank you so much for joining me, Storm. A pleasure to talk nitty with you Thanks, and cannot Brad. wait. And I'm going to be um, taking notes on your predictions too. We'll oh, come, yeah, we'll sorry. No one come at me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but you can catch all the action here on Sky Sport this weekend, starting two games on Sunday, one on Monday. The ANZ Premiership is back this weekend. Don't miss it. Hey, Kona Mike. <laughs>